welcome back to another episode of ST Talks. I'm Amy Ryan, your host, here today with Joseph Deeb, ST Genetics Technical Director of Genetics and Genomics to discuss the ST Genetics new robotic cow index. Thank you, Joseph, for being here. Thank you, Amy. It's my pleasure. First, let's talk a little bit about your role within ST Gen. Yes, so as you said, I joined ST about seven years ago as a Technical Director of Genetics and Genomics. This is a fancy way to say like we are responsible for all the internal genomic prediction and genomic evaluation within ST. Mm -hmm. uh, we are responsible as well in the, all the new developments and new ideas into the genomic field. Uh, I manage a group of people of about 11 uh, scientists, most of them with PhDs in animal breeding and genetics. It's been an exciting journey, and uh, I'm glad that I'm taking those steps with ST. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit more about your team. So you're really at the center of many of the innovative genetic advancements at STGen. Tell us about some of these advancements like EcoFeed and how your team is challenging the status quo of the genetics in our industry. Well, I can, I can tell you what I tell everyone that when join my team that a lot of the things we do today, I never learned at school. This is mm -hmm. all new things, all new development. This field of genomics is evolving so fast, almost on a daily basis we have new, new tools and new uh, inventions that are discovered. And our job is to actually to stay up to date and bring those tools and advancement to, to SD. Mm -hmm. That's basically the definition of uh, our job description. So when you say like challenging the status quo, I usually tell people this is, this is given as this is part of the job description, right? Mm -hmm. Challenging the status quo is by finding new tools that we can bring to ST and take advantage of those tools to the best we can. We are blessed to be in, in a company that actually value scientific mm -hmm. uh, uh, advancement, value research and investing heavily in that. Ecofeed is one example of those uh, advancement that ST invested in those for the last six, seven years almost, mm -hmm. right? It's, uh, it's a huge investment. Most people you know, everyone understands the value of uh, feed efficiency in cows, in, mm -hmm. in every agricultural animal, right? Other species did that very well, like the chicken world, we use that always as an example of where we want to be right. on this program. But because it's expensive, it's difficult to measure, and there's no immediate return on investment, a lot of the companies actually shied away from investing in feed efficiency research projects. Mm -hmm. STL, of course, took the other approach and and immediately we saw the value in, in this tool in developing uh, genomic prediction for feed efficiency in cows and actually for a few years already we have been publishing genomic prediction for all animals that we genotype for, for uh, feed efficiency, for eco-feed. Mm -hmm. We do that for heifers, we do that on cows, yep. milking cows, and we do that now in, on uh, beef on dairy animals as yep. well. So let's talk about the most recent thing that we've introduced here at ST Genetics, and that's the Robotic Cow Index. And that was introduced in the Fall 2023 Holstein Specialist Catalog, along with a listing of sires that fit that particular criteria. Could you start by explaining the philosophy behind this index? Absolutely. So this is another way of uh, right, investing in uh, innovative research. Mm -hmm. uh, milking uh, or automatic milking system is taking uh, off in in the world and uh, in the U.S. Uh, in, in particular. We have a lot of farms that shifting their milking system to automatic milking so, uh, robots. Uh, but we don't have until now within the U.S. national genomic evaluation a good tool actually to predict which cow will be 
better fitted for this system. Not every cow will fit into this automatic milking process. We recognize that need and since we have in our uh, research uh, farm in Ohio Heifer Center, we have a robotic system working for a few years now. We have accumulated a lot of data mm -hmm. on those uh, cows. We run a research project to evaluate the use of this data to see if there is at all genetic variation of the stool like we, between cows, right? Is, does it have like a genetic component we can use to select for bulls that have better chance to produce daughters that are more fitted to automatic making system? Mm -hmm. We were very, very surprised and positively surprised to see like a huge uh, or big genetic component for milking speed and for box time and for all other traits that related to uh, the that come out of the automatic milking system. Mm -hmm. Just as an example, I can tell you like for milking speed, the heritability is 0.53, for box time is about 0.4. And these okay. are huge numbers for to start with. So mm -hmm. that was a nice surprise. So. We use this data to develop our first uh, genomic prediction for uh, robot-ready cows. Basically. Okay. So you've talked a lot about the index itself, but at this point, what traits are specifically included in the robotic cow index, and how do you feel, as time goes on, that might continue to evolve? This is a good question, and uh, in terms of uh, continuous evolving, this is our bread and butter so yes we we don't build things to be static we have two barns or two farms that contributing uh, milking data uh, milking speed data to our system and we will continue to get data from other uh, locations and other other milking systems so our our goal is to have every milking system in the US is represented in our evaluation so we have mm -hmm. more accurate predictions across multiple type of, of milking uh, systems so we used the, the two main traits that we identified as the, the most important traits for robot-ready cows are milking speed and box time. Mm -hmm. Milking speed is basically the number of, or the amount of milk per, per unit of time, so pound of milk per minute, how much a cow produced. And box time is, in my mind, this is the ideal trait for robotic milking system because this is the total time the cow spend at the robot. So this is the time it takes her to, to get it through the gate, to get uh, others clean, to uh, for the cops to get uh, scanned, you know, scanning the, the others and, and connecting the, the cops and mm -hmm. milking her and leaving the, the box. So this is the total milking uh, time she, total time she spent in the box. And as I said, it has heritability of 0.4, which was amazing uh, surprise. So we, we, those are the two main traits that went into our index. Of course, we cannot ignore all the traditional and important traits that have been looked at when we looking at cows that are robot-ready cows. To name them, this is teeth length mm -hmm. and uh, teeth placement. Okay. Right? And also we look at, we incorporated also health trait like mastitis part okay. of this. So these are the total traits we incorporated in our index. Most of those highest uh, weight we put on milking speed and box time in, in this index, but it's about 70 to 30% uh, uh, on, on milking speed, box time versus teeth length, teeth placement and, and mastitis. Okay. Now you've talked a lot about the box time and milking speed. So how did ST Genetics research go into identifying these particular genetic markers? Yeah, so as I mentioned, we have individual measurements for individual visits of each cow to the robots, and we use that data to, to run genomic evaluation. The flip side of calculating genomic evaluation is uh, 
calculating the contribution of each DNA segment to the trait of interest. So basically we can map the genes or the genomic regions that are contributing the most to, to this trait. And this is what become actually the, what we use in predicting on cows or bulls that mm -hmm. don't have phenotypes. They never actually been measured for milking speed or never had progeny tested in, in the milking system. So some countries do have something they publish as far as a milking speed trait. Can you please tell us how the milking speed trait in this index may differ from others available in the industry at the moment? Yes, oh, that's also a good question. Well, first of all, let me say that the U.S. doesn't have in the national evaluation. In the U.S., we don't have milking speed as part of the national genomic evaluation. Mm -hmm. right? uh, this is completely new. And most countries that have milking speed as part of their national evaluations, the data that comes into the, uh, their evaluation is you know, more about visual scoring of cows, um, you know, impressions of how she was fast or slow in terms of milking. This is the first time we have a detailed and, and accurate phenotypic data coming from actual robotic milking system mm -hmm. in the U.S. on Holstein cows. So I have to mention also this is right now, this is only uh, for Holstein cows. Okay. Uh, doesn't include in any of other breeds. Okay. With that said, because of the high heritability of the trait, so one of the processes to validate what we have is we looked at the correlation between our evaluation and national, uh, international evaluations. So we have some of our animals uh, are evaluated in Canada for milking speed or Germany for milking speed or even New Zealand for milking speed and the UK. And the correlation between our genomic predictions and other countries' genomic predictions came back very high. Mm -hmm. So that is validating that actually our, our data is in the right track. Right. Uh, and we have really a good product and that's mm -hmm. why we felt comfortable to launch it quickly uh, yep. in the minute we we had the, the results okay so what would you say then the ultimate goal of this new robotic cow index would be so right now we we going into kind of uh, two phases of uh, the evaluation and this is going to change mm -hmm. hopefully by the end of the year so on, on the males, we are going to publish, as already did in the catalog of the milking, uh, the robot-ready uh, cow index. Mm -hmm. uh, that is including all the traits I mentioned before, milking speed, box time, uh, teeth placement, teeth length, and mastitis. Mm -hmm. And that's already been done. And the waiting on those traits is already in the catalog. Uh, I can tell you in generally what we did to account for the contribution, the genetic contribution of all those traits in the index, we run we evaluated them based on their heritability, basically on based mm -hmm. on, on the genetic component rather than in the marginal economical value. Okay. And we can debate why we did this. I think it is the right decision right now. If a farmer wants to actually spend money uh, in selecting for trade, they want to see a quick return on investment. Mm -hmm. If you have a trade that has single-digit heritability, I mean, his grandchildren might see some results no matter how, how much effort you put into selecting that trait. So that's why right. we, we weighted the, the index based on the relative contribution of each trait by its genetic component. Mm -hmm. So where are we going with this? So this is on the male side. We created this index. On all our males, we'll have this combined index of all those traits. On the cows, what we decided to, to do today, only to publish traits, only to publish uh, milky speed a mm -hmm. single trait with its reliability. 
And by the way, we never publish, from our internal evaluation, we never publish a trade without the reliability. We, we, like, we want our customers to see what the value, be able to rank animals based on those genomic values and yep. see what is the reliability of those traits. And because of the heritability of, of the trait, because of the heritability is 0.5 for, for milking speed, reliability is very good. Mm -hmm. right? And, you know, it is, again, it's within one single breed, one whole in the Holstein population, one big happy family. So there are a lot of haplotype sharing among the entire population of, of the Holstein population mm -hmm. in the U.S. So the, the predictions across the entire population in the U.S. is very, very good. Okay. So right now, this is the two products we have. We have milking speed for cows and we have the uh, index for, for the males. Next proof, or by the end of the year, we probably will revisit this and publish additional traits like box time, and we have like scan time. We have mm -hmm. a lot of data that comes from the robots, but we have not right. gone through the, the usual uh, you know, testing and evaluation before we feel comfortable publishing those single mm -hmm. traits. Well, there's a lot of exciting things coming. Thank you for sharing that. As dairy farmers, we feel that confirmation traits also play a role in robotic milking. What would you say your research has shown when looking specifically at the confirmation traits and their importance in robotic milking systems? And you've talked a little bit about this, but if you could share just a little bit Absolutely. more. Absolutely. So yes, we are not ignoring uh, those traditional linear scoring of um, the other health and the other mm -hmm. teeth placement and teeth length. But I have to tell you from our data, we see nothing, no correlations between milking speed and any of those linear scores. Okay. Now, I have to clarify that answer because what we looked in terms of phenotypic correlation in our data is in our milking herd, right? So in, in the robot barn. What this is to say is mm -hmm. animals that are, didn't fit the system, they're already out of the system. So they're already milking in the robot and means they are work, working within the system. So that's one reason why we didn't find correlations between any of the uh, linear traits and our milking uh, evaluation. But that not to say there's no genetic variation within uh, our herds, right? So there's a huge, there's a huge variation for, for all those linear traits in our herd. Mm -hmm. And we have a huge variation, genetic variation for milking speed and box time in our herds. So it's not like we're looking at very limited. We're not looking at cows that are, have, you know, one structure in terms of teeth length and, and teeth placement and other composition mm -hmm. and finding no correlation. No, we have a lot of variation. Yep. Within the range of variation that exists in our population, there is no correlation between those traits and our, our box time and milking speed. So, of course, we'll be outliers here and there. Yep. Uh, generally speaking, we need to account for those, those traits, but we need to weigh them based on the, the expected contribution to your herd and the expected uh, or the relative genetic component that is contributing, that lives within those traits. Okay. Well, you've shared a lot with us today about this exciting new robotic cow index. Is there anything that we haven't discussed that you'd like to share as we wrap up? Well, I won't be doing my job if I don't tell you a little bit about genomics. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, definitely, so we, with every trait, we, with every new novel trait, we measure with an ST, like feed efficiency, echo feed, milking speed, you know, all those traits that we measure internally in, in our systems. We always 
look into the trying to identify the the specific genetic component that contribute to those traits and that mm -hmm. feeds into our genomic scanning project that we have we, we we sequence a lot of animals trying to pinpoint all those genetic variations at the dna level and then we use those individual and, and specific genomic regions to mm -hmm. actually enhance our genomic program and genetic selection that we do in-house a lot of exciting things coming mm -hmm. in the pipeline these days uh, a lot of new tools we have as I mentioned before, we are blessed to be in a company that really appreciate and, and want to invest in new technology and new sciences. And I have to tell you, I'm, I'm living the dream right now. Yes, I think we all are. SC Genetics is a great company in that respect, so I agree 100%. So thank you again, Joseph, for joining us today on the ST Talks podcast and for sharing all that information about ST Genetics' newest genetic advancement, the Robotic Cow Index. This was another episode of ST Talks. If you like what you heard, you can find more episodes on your favorite podcast platform by searching ST Talks or ST Genetics. And if you want to learn more about ST Genetics, visit our website at stgen.com or find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And from all of us here at ST Genetics, have a great day.